And welcome to the Hometown Headlines podcast. John Druckermiller with you from HometownHeadlines.com. Thanking you for joining us today. We're being joined by a gentleman who, uh, I think the last time, Eric McDowell, you and I sat across from microphones. We were talking about Somerville Park yard sales. I believe that's true. Yes. Yes. With uh, with Alice Stevens. We did indeed. Well, today, a little bit different story. Talk about a different kind of yard sale. This yard in particular is to uh, Charlton Street over in Somerville Park, as you've read the headlines and listened to the headlines in recent weeks. Uh, a very interesting debate underway about Somerville Park and efforts by a group to put a uh, sleep-in hotel at the corner of Charlton and Martha Berry. And most of this is going to really have the entrance and exit on the community street, not on Martha Berry. And that's probably some DOT issues there. Eric, you and your homeowners association in particular have been quite vocal on this. Rather than have me babble about this, how about giving folks kind of, I don't want to say a nutshell, because this thing's far bigger than a nutshell. So it's, it's walnut size plus, put it like that. It's a big issue out there. How about letting folks know what's going on? Okay, well, um, we, we learned in uh, early June that, uh, well, first of all, we learned that there was a, uh, a request for a, uh, a zoning adjustment uh, uh, that was being proposed for uh, lots on the corner of Martha Berry and, and Charlton. Um, and that was the first time we, we had any idea at all that, that there was going to be a, a potential problem. Um, the, 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 the zoning request uh, was... Uh, uh, to uh, excuse the construction of uh, sidewalks um, whenever a hotel uh, was was going to be built, constructed there at the corner of Martha Berry and, uh, and Charlton Street. And uh, that was pretty easily defeated. Uh, as, as far as I can tell, the only real reason they wanted, uh, they were asking for the, uh, for that request was so they didn't have to go through the expensive building sidewalks. And, and so that wasn't reason enough. And, and, and the Board of Adjustments uh, wisely uh, turned that down. Um, but since then, uh, we've been trying to keep the hotel out of the community um, entirely. Uh, what it is, is a sleep-in hotel. Uh, we believe a 52-room is what we're understanding. Uh, hotel uh, that is proposed to be right at the corner of Martha Berry and Charlton, and as you said, have uh, its exit and entrance uh, on, on Charlton Street, which is a residential street. Um, uh, one of the, uh, well, the property line is no more than five feet from uh, the driveway of the nearest resident. Um, so we see this hotel as encroaching into our neighborhood, um, a, 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 a huge nuisance as far as uh, traffic, uh, increased traffic would, would, be, would be going. A, a hotel's a 24 business, 24-hour business. Um, it's uh, a lot of light pollution, especially uh, with our neighbors uh, right next door, uh, right across the street. And, and in fact, there would be a neighbor right across the street that would be looking into the, right into the parking lot of this, of this establishment um, and, and other neighbors who are very, very uh, nearby there as well. Um, and so certainly for, th- for those neighbors, it's, it's going to uh, have the, the most negative effect. But for the entire neighborhood, uh, the, the, the traffic problem is going to be, uh, it's, it's one of the things we're fighting, the, uh, the potential, um, you know, we, we don't know whether this particular hotel is going to increase our, our crime problem, but but the crime problem that we've had in Somerville Park um, uh, tends to come from the local hotels uh, within within a mile from uh, from our neighborhood, and 
in Somerville Park, we spell hotel with a with four letters. It's it's it's. <laughs> uh, it, 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 I, I I just I just can't speak loudly enough about what a negative impact that those, those establishments have had, and we just see this as another another. Uh, um, well, another hotel um, that is just going to exacerbate the problem. And people are going to think, okay, well, this hotel is going to be on Martha Berry and not be a problem because you got you know you got offices up and through there, uh, some businesses that type of stuff. Well, not quite the case. Number one, like you said, this is a twenty four seven operation That's versus right. a nine to five or eight to five. That's right. Number two, what's happening with the property involved here, and I and I know this is a long explanation, but. It's not just what fronts Martha Berry. It is one home into Charlton Street yes. that is involved in that. That's part of the three lots. That's correct. That would form this thing. And what, so basically, you're taking not just the Martha Berry frontage. You're going back one home into the community, and that has been an issue because apparently, for who knows how long, that property has been taxed as residential, That's and rightfully so. We did some research on this yesterday. Because it has been mostly residential use. Yes. Well, now with this new plans and all, it will become part of the C. It is CC zoned already. Mm-hmm. Y'all apparently, and many folks, they still haven't found exactly when, but that property in question to Charlton, the home, was zoned, zoned CC, which allows this type of construction. Right. Well, CC is the uh, designation that came into effect whenever the uh, Unified Land Development Code came into effect, which uh, right around 2000. I can't believe remember if it was 99 or 2001. Before I moved here, I got it was 2002. Yeah, it was it was in there someplace, and uh, um, uh, so so the community commercial was a designation that came in with with the code. But prior to that code, we did have zoning. Uh, I believe that that uh, I think it was C1 or, or something to that effect, but whatever uh, just names uh, but commercial is 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 how it was zoned uh, and and we have documents that uh, that say that uh, that has been zoned commercial uh, in one manner or another uh, since at least 1971 okay. and so it's nothing's been changed really um, how it got zoned commercial in the first place whenever it, there's been a house on that on on that on that lot since, I believe the 1920s is. Yep, it goes back to 22. From what I found, research. yeah, the Patton family That's has owned correct. that property, mm-hmm. and uh, they're the ones that have sold the property, and That's you know correct. it's their property to sell. No one's disputing. What they did there, but I mean that's fine. But they have owned that property under with CC designation, as you said, back to ninety. Well, some commercial mm-hmm. designation from the seventy-one. Um, I found a, a, interesting. I was checking some of the tax records, Floyd County Tax Commissioner's Office, for to Charlton, as well as the property on the corner of Martha Berry and Charlton. Believe it or not, the residents paid more property tax in the last year, ending two thousand November two thousand eighteen. Versus the lot that faces Martha Berry, I'm kind of like, okay, that is a commercial lot, right? And yet, well, and maybe because it's an activity, I don't know. And and you know, while I, I can sit here and say I don't like that, I, I also understand that uh, usually the taxes are um, imposed based on uh, how that property is being used, what it's uh, what it's what it's worth right now. Uh, with respect to what is is happening on the property, and right now that's just a derelict property, um, and so it's it's not surprising to me that it would be taxed at a at a lower rate. Any idea of the last time that property was in use? The last time I remember it being used was as a um, a, a car dealership, 
Um, can't remember what they called themselves. I remember going in and speaking to the man at, at one point. He had a he had a boat for sale that uh, that I thought might be fun to okay. to, to look at. But uh, um, that was my only only contact with him. Any rough idea time wise? It seems to me, my sense is it's probably been three years, maybe uh, four. Yeah. I was yeah. going to say, it's been, it's been inactive for a while there. So here we are. We are looking now at a uh, at a hotel coming in here. It's Choice Brand Sleep Inn. That's correct. Uh, 52 rooms, maybe 54 parking spaces. Again, egress uh, coming out of Charlton. Um, as far as we know, they have a green light. Now, they, they got to file their building, all their permits yet to build this thing. Right. But the zoning is in place to have this thing come in. Um, Monday night, you again appeared before the city commission. You and one of your colleagues did the same thing two weeks earlier. To, and like you said Monday night, quote, you know, we implore you to help us on that. Uh, the city commission did return with, we've tried, we've checked. I mean, they deferred to Sammy Rich, the city manager. I think he nodded over to the city attorney. Bill Collins, of course, lives in part of Somerville Park. So he, you know, he empathizes with some of the stuff and all. Bottom line is there's nothing we can do. There's nothing that the city can do from a legal perspective, right? Uh, the ev- Everything that needs to be in place to, uh, to, to build the hotel, um, provided that the plans for the proposed hotel actually do satisfy everything in the Unified Land Development Code, um, provided that that's the case, yeah, they, they could legally start building tomorrow. Um, now, the plans have not been presented. They won't be building tomorrow. Um, but uh, what we're hoping is that there might be another um, avenue by which we could uh, stop the construction of the hotel that's not through legal means. And by, I don't mean by illegal means, sure. but, but I mean by alternative means. Um, and um, we... We learned at the city commission meeting that uh, Mr. Patel is willing to sell the property. And so what we are actively doing is seeking investors who might be willing to, um, and and this would be a a losing financial proposal, but an investor who cares enough about the city, who cares enough about Somerville Park, who cares enough about the citizens and the residents of this neighborhood who – and, and, and who has the financial means to do so, to come in and, uh, and, and help us out. Come in, buy the property. Um, the, the residents of Somerville Park have already uh, raised a substantial sum to contribute toward uh, the purchase of, of, the, uh, of, of the property. Um, we, but we, we, we can't do as much as what we believe uh, Mr. Patel would be would be. Uh, asking for. Um, and, and at this point, I don't even know what that number is exactly. Um, we're, we're trying to find a number. Um, and, uh, with that, then, then I think we can probably do a, a more thorough investigation of some potential investors. So folks out there, if you, uh, if you have interest and you have means, um, please give me a call. I would love to talk with you. What's that, what's that number? Or is there an email, or what do you prefer? Can, you, can, you can email me at emcdowell at barry.edu. Uh, that's E-M-C-D-O-W-E-L-L at barry. You know barry, B-E-R-R-Y dot E-D-U. Uh, and I would be very, very happy to, uh, 
to return your communication. And a very active also Facebook page, uh, Somerville Park neighborhood. Well, sure. Let's uh, let's tout that while we're at it. Yeah. Uh, so Somerville Park Neighbors is our uh, Facebook page that we set up uh, for the explicit purpose of of this particular campaign of, of, of stopping the construction of this proposed hotel. All right. Again, we're going to talk a little bit more about this with Eric. We'll come back after a break here in just a couple of minutes here. Um, but, we're, you know, let's go ahead and we'll finish kind of this financial end of it. So let's do a big what if. And, and I think you may be surprised at what you may be realizing in terms of support from the community here. Let's say that money is raised or there is some voodoo economics that come through. I mean, we'll, we'll, let's just say what if. Um, what would the goal be with that money? So I'm assuming we purchase the property. But now this would be the whole three tracks, or yes. you just want to make sure that one location. Well, ideally, yeah, it would be. I mean, right now, I think it is. It, if it's for sale, I would think it's for sale in in total. Gotcha. Uh, this is not my area of expertise, John. I I I don't know what I'm doing here. I'm a mathematician. I prove theorems, and 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 and, <laughs> and I'm in but the. See, ma- you know math, and you know money. See, you know. I That's, understand. That I is understand. a common mis misconception uh yes i can do the the addition on <laughs> on a balance sheet but uh but uh the ins and outs of real estate and the ins and outs of accounting uh that's not my that's not my expertise by any stretch of the imagination well the important thing is securing the property yes that's what that's the goal that's right and and so ideally this is a pipe dream but ideally we would uh we would purchase those Three lots, somebody would purchase those three lots, um, ideally restore the home that's already there. It's in pretty bad shape. Um, I've, I've had one realtor say he didn't think it could be saved, but I've had another one who said, yes, it certainly could. Um, so I don't know. I'm, I'm also not a builder, and I don't, I don't reconstruct homes, so I don't, I don't know that either. But I would love to see that old home restored um, and I think that there are people in this community who have an interest in doing such things, um, and I would love to talk with them, love to have them step forward. As far as the parcel at the front of the uh, property, at, uh, at the Martha Berry uh, front, uh, which was an old filling station, which, by the way, um, I have learned uh, does not have any other, uh, any further environmental problems so with it. The tanks have been removed. Uh, that happened years and years ago. Um, and, and there's a, a green light on, on, on environmental. Uh, so we don't have to worry about that. That was a common uh, question. And I hope I can put that to rest right now. Um, but we would love to put a little, uh, I don't know, a little Greek restaurant there or uh, uh, maybe a little uh, Indian restaurant or something, something that would add to the, add to the community. Um, and, uh, and maybe along with all this, maybe there's even a little bit of green space that we could, uh, that we could have. Um, no, good pipe dream. No, yeah. you, so even though you are a mathematician, you have some good pipe dreams there. So. Well, thank you for that. I uh, and 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 the pipe dream doesn't have to doesn't have to happen. I'm willing to I'm willing to look at all sorts of all, all sorts of proposals. And if it's somebody else buying the property, by golly, they can do whatever they want to with it. But don't 
put a hotel on it. <laughs> well, I mean, again, that, that has been the issue. And again, and we'll go take a break here on this. But I think that's one thing I, I would clarify this earlier is that, um, you know, it's not just the property fronting Martha Berry. I mean, that's, that's a given. That's going to be developed in whatever way, sure. shape, or form. It is that one row back, taking one residence out of the neighborhood to make this happen. And then there is no buffer between, you know, that buffer that has been there. That one house may have a couple issues, but the buffer is gone. We'll talk more about this with Eric McDonald about what's going on with the whole Somerville Park development, the issue with the sleep-in hotel. Before we break, let me let me put this out there. I should have started with this, and we'll start the next segment with this. If there is anyone who wants to speak on a different side of this matter, we'll be glad to afford you the same length podcast we're doing here with Eric. Uh, we'll be glad to talk to you about that, whether it is uh, from, from the developer side, somebody from the city government side, somebody from the city commission. You're more than welcome. You know how to get a hold of me, Druck at hometownheadlines.com, and we'll be glad to have you in here as well. Right now, though, we'll take a quick break, come back, we'll talk more with Eric. This is John Recomeller with you from Brand Red, the studios, Brand Red Studios. Again, Todd LaBarge here producing us as expertise as always. We'll have more on that after this break. This is the Hometown Headlines Podcast Edition. I'm Ryan Simmons, Creative Director at Brand Red. We're honored to sponsor today's episode. If you're looking to grow your business, we help companies just like yours reach new customers. Contact us by visiting our website at brandredstudios.com or emailing us at info at brandredstudios.com. And welcome back to the Hometown Headlines podcast edition. John Druckermiller with you from hometownheadlines.com. Again, joined by Eric McDowell, who's, of course, I guess, president, what do you call it, with the uh, Homeowners Association? That's what we've called it, sure, yeah. President, president of the uh, Somerville Park Homeowners Association. Neighborhood. We like to, neighborhood we like to say neighborhood association, yes. Nope. And, and I think it's a kind of a, a nicer feel to it. We're talking, of course, about the continuing debate about what will happen with a proposed sleep-in that would be built at the corner of Charlton and Martha Berry, but again would encroach one property in into that neighborhood environment there. Eric, again, people, you know, are pointing out, well, gosh, they got development. They got offices already along Martha Berry. And it's not the question of that. It's the question of you're going now into the neighborhood. And I think a lot of folks listening today will remember when this happened over in East Rome, for example, when they wanted to go off of Turner McCall back to a block, I think one of the restaurants, incumbent restaurants, wanting to bring their property and I guess an X an exit or something or a road cut. That's right. Back to homes back off a of turn of a call, one block back there. I mean, it was much like the same scenario you guys had. We yeah. had Pack City Commission they meetings did. They there. Filled rooms. And that thing went away. Now of course I think there might have been a rezoning involved in that as well. There although, was. Okay. There was. So and a little difference there. No rezoning here. That's right. So so in, in that in that case, yes, the city did have something that they could do from a, from a legal means and they and they did it wisely um so uh and 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 good for good for the uh east rome group for uh coming forward then and uh but i think we're putting forth every bit as much of a fight as as they did if not, oh, if not more uh because i think this fight is is bigger not not that it's more important but that it's more difficult because of the fact that uh, uh that the developer has full rights uh, within within our city code to to do what he proposes, uh, and so finding a way to prevent that is 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 definitely more difficult. Um, 
Well, people I think under people I think understand. I understand. You understand what the city commission is going through. Let's face it. If they turn, if they, if they, you know, they could f- turn this down or somehow, and turn around and face a multi-million dollar lawsuit. Here's like here's a developer who wants to spend. I'm going to estimate maybe four and a half to five million dollars building, what a three-story hotel. That's right. And uh, you know you can look at some of the other properties. You want to look at that, the Hampton Inn over here on Turner McCall, for example. That's about nine million. Not quite the same. Stature, so a smaller right. deal, but still looking at investments probably between four and five million dollars. The city's got to look at that, uh, and you know, do you want to fight that? They got to look at uh, what the p- possible best use of that property could be. I.e., they're going to see some new property taxes coming in. Sure, and I'm sure someone's going to roll out. Well, gosh, we're going to em- employ twenty-five or thirty people there, and uh, you know, and of course, yes, that's good. But then again, we're talking about seven dollar and fifty cent an hour jobs. Versus 10, 12, 15. I mean, there, okay. there are arguments there to, to make this thing work. Well, let me, let me say two things about that. First of all, we have no problem with the sleep-in coming into uh, Rome, Georgia. Uh, I think that would be a welcomed addition, as a matter of fact. It's, it's the location that we exactly. think is, is, is particularly poor. Um, uh, for several reasons, some of which I've already given, it's encroaching into a neighborhood. It's it's going to uh, it's going to uh, impose uh, additional light pollution, noise pollution uh, to our neighbors right next door, um, and I mean right next door, oh, yeah. five feet next door, um, and a, an additional concern though is. I think everyone listening to this podcast has driven the corridor uh, of uh, of Martha Berry. Uh, where there are already what I believe five standing hotels, yep. uh, and, and 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 by standing I mean up barely, and uh, uh, and not upstanding <laughs> by any stretch well, of the imagination. The exactly. uh, we there are there are a series of of, of motels all, along that strip that promote a a great deal of unseedy activity. They, well, they, don't, they don't promote it, but they are catering to people, I guess it is, that brings that's, it. Yeah. Yeah, the correct. clientele coming in. That's that's right. It, yeah. We'll just say that it has a reputation. There you go. And Sleep In, uh, Choice Hotel brand in general, their name is going to be marred because of the reputation that their neighbors, their neighboring hotels have. That reputation is going to become their reputation simply by location and choice hotels if you're listening you got to think this thing through man uh zach burdett who's the director of franchise development um if you're listening you you got to know that this is going to bring your name down it's gonna it's gonna decrease your reputation because of the reputation of the neighboring hotels you need to find another location and we're happy for the city to have their additional taxes and we're happy to have additional people employed in the community to work at this place but please in another location there are many other locations in the city more appropriate for this hotel than within the neighborhood of somerville park no, good points about that. And I'm with you. Me, my, my marketing side comes out thinking, do I want even by direct association 
to be associated with, you know, the hottest inn or something like that down the street when you know all that's there. And I'm like you, if I'm a brand like Choice, which is a major hotel operation. Very major hotel. Um, I'd be a little bit worried of that too. Comfort but again, Inn, Quality Inn, Roadway Inn, Clarion Inn. That's four of them. I think there are another six, if I'm not mistaken, yep. that, uh, that some of which you would recognize, some of which you are, 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 are a little bit less out of the public eye. But, um, uh, yeah. I, I need to make my second point as well, though. Uh, so that was that was the one. Um, the other is about the city commission, and I, I just want to go on record to, uh, to 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 say that we've had nothing but support from the city commission. Um, they have uh, they've been our friends. Um, we need them more, uh, as as I said at the uh, at the commission meeting. Uh, they had convinced us. Two weeks ago, that we have their sympathy, um, but but we need more than their sympathy. Um, we we need them to help us to find a solution to uh, to this problem. And and uh, you know, as they pointed out, they can't do it from a legal perspective. But I think that there are they can help us to find an investor. I believe. Well, that's a point that we've made editorially at at uh, Home Down Headlines. Uh, here comes the Love Library trying to put a shop on a back road, Tribune yeah. Street, downtown Rome. And I've never seen the city move that fast in my 17 years. Here comes the Tennis Center. I'm not saying pro or con. I'm not getting involved in that debate. But all of a sudden they're saying we need to have these six indoor courts. And all of a sudden, through if we do economics, basically like a helo, if you know what that is, you know, they basically refinanced some bonds and found $4 million to make that happen four or five million dollars like it says now to bring those indoor tennis courts in there i mean that's what i think you guys need here is a little bit and i hate this term it's so cliche outside the box thinking yes and that's what kind of you kind of think well where's that same initiative to protect you know one of the city's heritage neighborhoods we're not seeing that initiative at least i'm not seeing it maybe i'm wrong well, and it, it may just be that, you know, they, they, they don't see a solution immediately, but gosh, you can't give up. There has to be a solution out there. And I, I've proposed a couple of solutions, which I, I'm not at liberty to discuss right now uh, publicly because it's, well, frankly, the, the ideas are too nascent. We, 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 we just, uh, they, they need to be more fully developed before they're, they're ready for public dissemination. Um, but but we do believe that there are there are ways of, of preventing this atrocity from happening. Well, at one point, I think I'm a, I did not know her name. Well, one of your colleagues spoke at the city commission Monday night. And by the way, to our listeners, um, you can replay this entire presentation before the city commission by going to they have a video file of that meeting. So if you want to go back and look at it yourself uh, from Eric's talk and the city commission, you're very nicely well done. Uh, community video and all the discussions all available for you to look at and make your own opinion there so please let me point you in that direction if you can't find it text me email me we'll get that to you as well but one of your colleagues made a i guess she was a resident i did not know her name i was not there i was watching via webcast yeah, she's a resident on uh, raymond avenue her presentation was what have you done about these hotels right we've already had this problem I mean, even recently when the uh, feds and others came in to watch a uh, South Rome drug haven, uh, the 7-Up shop was torn down in a very public fashion. They invited the media, Channel 2 had the exclusive on there and all. 
um, you know, we're being proactive, we're taking steps here and this kind of stuff. Well, okay, where's that same energy on this corridor where you have, I believe, your colleague Penny Evans Plants in her presentation during the Board of Adjustments meeting said, one alone, one hotel alone has had 300 complete police calls in a calendar year. That's almost one a day. Yes. Where is that proactive police action with the hotels we do have? That's why, in part, you guys fear what could be coming next. Exactly. And and we we have no doubt that whenever, well, if that hotel should go up, and, and let's pray that it doesn't, um, that it will look better than, than the other hotels on that corridor. I, we, we agree with that. Of course it will. Um, it will uh, has interior hallways. It, it's, it's probably going to be safer than the other hotels at least initially, whenever the Scottish hotel went up and that was, that was not the Cottis, that was the Scottish. Uh, <laughs> I didn't hear that story until two weeks ago. I love it. And, uh, at, at some point the franchise, uh, pulled away and they had to change the name. So they took the S off, they took the H off and they became the Cottis Inn. Uh, and, and well, it had been going downhill before that, but it's it's been it's been going downhill ever since. the uh, The Sunrise Inn and Suites across the across from Martha Berry or from across, right across from uh, Somerville Park, as a matter of fact, another one of our unfortunate places. That that was a Howard Johnson's. Wow! And it was and that that was a very reputable name. Over time, things happen, and. The reputation of every hotel on that corridor suggests that any hotel that goes up here is probably going to suffer the same fate. Are you hearing me, Choice Hotels? Are you hearing me, Zach Burdett? Please move. You got to get out. That's a good point about that. I mean, and that's a, it's a guilt by association. No one likes it, but come on. I mean, you know, and you, and you don't want to draw them into that, you know, scenario, but you're right. I mean, go outside of Somerville Park, you hang a right. And there's some great things happening along Martha Berry. I mean, you know, you go way down. Oh, yeah. Way Berry down. College is happening along Martha well, Berry. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's been here a couple of years, 100 years plus. So that's, that's, that's right. right. Now, now that's after you've crossed the highway and you've well, now finally gotten into good stuff. But And there is some redevelopment going on. I yes, mean, there what, is. what Chicken Salad Chick has done, what we've seen with uh, the Walgreens, the tire shop. You think, well, I don't want a tire shop here. That's a pretty nice tire shop down there you know they yes, did the is. whole thing with the you know when the western sizzle went out with the restaurants and all and, and we're seeing things um happen for for good there that's right but that's gonna take some time i mean i think one if not two of these hotels in question are on the market craig mcdaniel city commissioner's got one listed right now that's correct for a million the, plus the royal inn uh and i believe the Cottis Inn are are both for sale right now um <laughs> investors <laughs> listen up yeah yeah um, but a good long-term investment property. Buy that property and redevelop it. That's right. In fact, sleep in. Listen up. Right. Well, that's a nice I idea. mean, uh, here are two lots that are going up for sale right down the street from where, from where your proposed location is right now. Would not be uh, invading a neighborhood. It would. It would be. It would be improving. Uh, what's there right now? I would hope that over time, perhaps without the uh, the the two that will be coming down after the sale, uh, perhaps without the the reputation of of those hanging over your head anymore, perhaps you have a chance uh, in in that location. But you'll certainly have a better chance there than you're going to 
in the neighborhood of Somerville Park. Well, good point about that. Eric, we've got a couple of minutes left here. As this goes forward, can you give people any kind of, you know, again, we've talked about, you know, pipe dreams. We've talked about what's next kind of thing. The video, folks, by the way, if you've not seen this, please go to Somerville Park Neighbors and watch the video. I thought it was very well done where all the homeowners speak briefly, but very nice. Well, and very thank succinct. you. Yeah, we just uh, we just uploaded that uh, last night, as a matter of fact. And uh, the, the, the benefit of watching it uh, on, on the Somerville Park Neighbors Facebook page is that uh, I have uh, taken out everything except the Somerville Park uh, portion of it. If you want to listen to the whole thing, you're certainly more than welcome to do so. You can do that you know, from the city website and and uh, I believe at the Hometown uh, Headlines mm-hmm. website as well. Uh, uh, John, you have the, the entire commission meeting uh, broadcast, but uh, but I've taken out just, uh, I've, I've published just the portions that, uh, that are relevant to Somerville Park uh, for the purpose of the Somerville Park webpage. Um, and uh, th- that will that will tell you a lot about what it is we're doing. If you want to listen to even less than that, watch the video called "The Neighbors Speak" that is also there, uh, which is part of the webcast or the uh, the broadcast of the city commission meeting as well. Um, but you can just see the video if you if you like from our from our webpage. And there's a longer version of that video also on the webpage where the, the you can hear the neighbors speaking a little bit uh, a little bit further on uh, about the. Uh, first of all, the benefits of Somerville Park, but then uh, many arguments against the construction of the uh, sleep-in hotel. Well, there you all have uh, performed, I think, a great level of public, um, very civilly done. Thank public, you. you know, you guys have been very civil about this. I have not heard any name-calling of the city commissioners or no. anybody else or won't. of Choice Hotel. I mean, no. y'all, are, y'all are trying to do this by the book. We are. And doing it right. I mean, yeah, Facebook, but, I mean, Facebook's Facebook. Don't worry about that. Again, if people want to get a hold of you with any questions about this, Eric, what the best way is are through email, you said? E- email is what I'm going to check most. Okay. Um, and, and so I would prefer that or, or through the, the Facebook page. Um, you know, we're, we're monitoring that. Uh, very carefully. Um, if you want to give us some real quick support, um, we've got plenty of yard, yard signs up, uh, and uh, I don't mind giving you my address, 10 Robin Street. Um, I have yard signs ready for the taking. Just stop by, grab one, and put it in your yard. Uh, certainly the folks in Somerville Park have done that, but uh, we'd love to see uh, some more yard signs around the uh, around the community. And, John, as a matter of fact, I brought one just for you. I thought well, that, thank you uh, very much. Yeah, I thought you might... Uh, <laughs> Might, might appreciate that. Did so. you just even sign it for me, though? I, I can <laughs> sign it for you. <laughs> no, no. Great idea. And again, and I love the idea, you know, and now real quick, folks, we'll close with this. Uh, it's hashtag Save Somerville Park, hashtag Sleep In, Stay Out, Facebook sign, Twitter sign. So, really, it's complete. Um, and, but it's, again, a very civilly done, very professionally done. Y'all are just trying to make, you're trying to save your neighborhood. That's this right. There's not something else going on beside There's no hidden agendas here. We wish you guys the best of luck, and we'll continue to follow the story. Thank you, John, and thank you for the opportunity to be here today. You bet. Thank you for being here. Again, we'll close with this, saying if there's anybody with a different take on this with the city, with Choice Hotels, Mr. Patel or somebody else, we'll be glad to give you the exact same amount of time on a future podcast. Contact me, Druck, at hometownheadlines.com. We'll be glad to give you that. Uh, we're going to get you out of here now today. Again, we want to thank Todd Labarge, doing a fantastic job producing this over at Brand Red Studios. 
for Bale Street. They do a fantastic job for us, and they will for you as well. little commercial plug there. But they're great stuff, great friends. We're very proud to be with them as well. I want to thank you all for listening. Have a great day in Northwest Georgia.